0: Welcome to the most listened to golf in the world, the fairways of life show, on air, online, and around the world. With the most candid interviews.
1: We did it, we did it together, and uh, it's just so exciting for me to just be a part of this with them, with all the 11 other players. It's truly an experience that I will cherish forever.
0: Taking you beyond the ropes. Whatever
2: you think is possible for you, or, or even what's not possible, you know, beyond your wildest dreams, go for it. You know, just go for it and think big and believe in yourself and don't let anyone tell you that you can't do anything. Unforgettable stories. He's hit some putts with it,
3: so he gets his phone out and he just takes a picture of the grip and down the putter. And doesn't say anything and he just pings it to Tiger. And of course Tiger pinged him right back, like, what in the (laughs) hell are you doing with my putter? Do not (laughs) touch that putter. (laughs) A bridge
4: to the past. Years and years from now, Mr. Palmer, what do you want the legacy of Arnold Palmer to be?
5: Well, uh, I suppose it's just that I have made
4: a
0: contribution to the game to help make it a little better. Here's your host, New York Times best-selling author and golf channel's Matt Adams.
4: Welcome to a Friday of the Fairways of Life show. Matty here with you. Dom is behind the glass. If you guys are listening to us while you're driving in the PGA Merchandise show off International Drive in Orlando. I hope it's been a good week for you and a good show. It's been fantastic for us here at the Fairways of Life show with all of these wonderful interviews that people are giving us the time to tell us about their product and we got more coming up for you in just a moment. It's been fun as well on Golf Channel. We're on right now on the TV side as well, so we're jumping back and forth between the various mediums. I'll be on Morning Drive co-hosting with Gary Williams this weekend so we have even more in store for you there and we have the first round of all the golf that took place all over the world including the farmers and what took place there and Tiger and Phil and Rory and all the big names that you're going to have Don bring you up to speed on in just a second as he covers that side and I cover this side because it's been crazy busy but it's what we live for. This is what this show is all about. This is the 30th PGA merchandise show for me and it's our gazillion of show of the Fairways of Life show. I can remember back in the days when we were with the other medium and distribution and I was the only one at the PGA show. They wouldn't send anybody because they didn't view it as important enough for the channel to cover. It's important enough for everybody to pay attention to because this is the product that will define 2020. Tons in store for you in the program today. We're going to wrap a row around another great week and another great show here at the PGA Merchandise Show. You might remember we did the same thing on Monday because we just had so much ground to cover this week. It's how and where we had Dom put together what basically where he rolls up everything that took place on the competitive side of the game and we weave that in between the interviews that we have set up with all of these major manufacturers come in and to tell us about what's going on with their stuff. It's all about getting you ready for what happened and what will happen in the game of golf on the competition side with the equipment that they hold in their hand and then get you ready on the competition side with what they do with the score that they write down on their card. Today, of course, we'll delve into all of this equipment stuff and wrap a bow around that as well. But coming off yesterday's golf, Don put this recap together to get us started.
6: All right, let's get you all caught up on the first round of the Farmers Insurance Open. A very crowded, very bunched leaderboard. Lots of big names in the mix. Sebastian Capellan and Keegan Bradley, both six under par. A pair of 66s. One on the south course, one on the north course. Good to see Keegan Bradley's name in the mix. We'll hear from him in just a bit. They are in the lead right now. Benny on 500 par 67 for him. Tied for third, also tied for third. Joel Damon, our friend, played the north course, a 567. Kevin Tway, also a 567. Rory McIlroy, also tied for third, a 5 under 67. You'll hear from him in just a moment. Some other big names at the top of the leaderboard, tied for third also. Sunjay Im and Bubba Watson. I will give you some notables in just a second, but let's go back up to the top of the leaderboard and hear from a handful of the leaders. Keegan Bradley, a fantastic first round for him The books. PGA Tour Radio's Kevin Sylvester spoke with him immediately following his first round.
7: Keegan, excellent round of golf. Uh, You know, we talk about an eagle and birdies, but let's talk about scrambling. That was the key to the round, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it was. Both these courses are tough now. We used to have to go out there and shoot a million under. Now that course is hard. So you go out there and you you miss the
2: greens. It's deep rough. Um, I'm proud of the way I played today.
7: I deem you a very good driver of the golf ball, and 7 of 14 today off the teeth. Tough to find a fairway here, isn't it? The fairways
1: over there at the north are very skinny, but uh, I guess uh, the the ones I missed, I I had good lies. So, you know, I don't remember ever having to have a really bad lie, and uh, that's key over there.
6: That's sound courtesy of PGA Tour Radio. You can catch coverage of the second round of the Farmers Insurance Open on PGA Tour Radio later on this afternoon, kicking off at 1 p.m. Eastern time. I mentioned Roy McIlroy and his five under par. He is just one shot back of the lead right now. A really solid first round for him. He was part of that feature group coverage. If you got a chance to watch it, you could see every single shot that Roy McIlroy hit yesterday. And after he finished his first round, he also spoke with Kevin Sylvester.
2: How'd you
7: feel about that round today?
2: I felt good. Um, I drove the ball really well. Very, very pleased with that. Um, my arm play was, was pretty good in places. I had a couple of loose ones. Uh, and the short game was good in parts. Uh, not so. I, I actually chipped it well out of the rough. Uh, but off the fairway, I was a little – I didn't. I had a couple of uh, per chips. But overall, I mean, for first round starting back out the new year, um, yeah, pretty happy.
7: You, you made a comment the other day that, you know, you've, you've got the attitude now where it's going to go out and, and play aggressive because basically you've got nothing else to prove to anybody else, right?
2: Yeah, sort of. I mean – you know, I, I I nothing really left to prove to myself. I I know what I can do, and I've um, done every some sort of everything that I've ever wanted to do in this game. And you know, now I just want to do it over and over. So, um, you know, I said yesterday, everything beyond this is sort of gravy, and that's a very nice position to be in at 30 years old when you've got you know 10 or 15 years ahead of you. Yeah.
7: By the way, that doesn't mean you're not looking to win every time oh, out. Which are certainly, no. certainly yeah. to do here. Uh, what are your thoughts on the changes at the golf course? Your second uh, time playing this tournament.
2: Yeah. So um, yeah, the South Course is. Uh, it's going to present a sort of different challenge. You know, it's it, it plays similar. There's a couple little changes that if you didn't know the course or hadn't played it that much, you wouldn't really notice. But uh, a few of the bunkers have changed and fairway lines have shifted and stuff. So. Um, but the South course is always tough, and it's, you know, it's, it's going to be tough tomorrow. We, it was nice that I took advantage of the easier course today and shot a good one, but need to get out there and, and play well tomorrow.
6: So I mentioned the leaderboard. I mentioned live feature group coverage, but I haven't mentioned Tiger Woods. And I'm sure all of you are wondering, well, how did he play? Well, what about Tiger Woods? Well, why can't I hear from Tiger Woods? Well, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, everybody relax. I got what you need. I got what you need, okay? Tiger Woods did not play that bad. He had a pretty solid first round, a 69, 300 par. He was on the north course. And when he wrapped up, he did speak with a lot of people. And you know how I roll. I'm not big on discrimination here. So what I like to do is play everything. I want you to hear Tiger start to finish. I don't care who he spoke to or when he spoke to them. Let's just hear from Tiger. So the first person you're going to hear from is PGA Tour Radio's Dennis Paulson, who caught up with Tiger Woods immediately following his first round.
7: Tiger, 69. I know it wasn't the best.
1: If it wasn't for the little wedges, I think it was actually really, really good. You know, overall, I felt like the golf course was definitely gettable today. You know, Um par fives are all reachable and so i felt like i had to get something in 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 the red and i felt like i was able to do that you know i felt like i i drove it a little bit better today which was nice and um uh overall you know i got something out of the 60s is it nice to
7: play the north plane a little longer so when you go to the south it's not so much a shocker
1: (laughs) well we all know the south is going to be the more difficult of, of the two courses and um you know, as I said, the, the, the golf course was definitely gettable today. I, I don't know how any you know, of the scores are you know are comparable you know between the two golf courses yet. Um, but I'm certainly think that the North course was uh, a little bit easier than the South today. Thanks for your time. Good luck like tomorrow. Thanks, DP.
6: That sound courtesy of PGA Tour Radio. Now some random stats for you here. So his last 14 rounds at Torrey Pines. He only broke 71 other time. And obviously yesterday he shot a 69. So you know what that means. He's going to win this tournament and the next tournament and then all the majors and the Olympics because he shot a 69. And that's how this works now, apparently. I'm sorry, I couldn't help myself. Let's just take a quick look at his card before we move on. He did speak with Lisa Cornwell at Golf Channel. He did speak with Henny Zulu at Golf TV. And I am going to play that sound for you. He started on the back nine of the north course. He bogeyed 11, he birdied 13. He birdied 17, bogeyed 18. Then he made the turn. Birdied 1, birdied 5, and then birdied 9. So that's his card. He went out in 36, he came back in 33 on the front 9. And today he tees off at 10.40 a.m. Pacific Time, which is add 3, carry the 1. Uh, math! p.m. Eastern Time, which means he'll be part of Golf Channel's television coverage later on this afternoon, which kicks off at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. The featured groups tomorrow are as follows and can be seen on PGA Tour Live. Ricky Fowler, Phil Mickelson, Xander Shoffley, and remember, the way they like to do featured coverage on Fridays, you guys vote on the second group that they follow. And you voted, and boy, did you vote. 85% of you want to see Justin Rose, Jason Day, and Jordan Spieth play again because they were there. the tail end of the round was on feature group coverage yesterday. But today, you will get to see all of their round, and that is fantastic. You know what else is fantastic? This interview Tiger Woods gave to Lisa Cornwell right after his first round. Look, the first tournament of the year, so you're
7: trying to get all the feels back, but the short game looked really impressive. How about that par save at eight? That would look nice.
1: That was nice. That was nice. It was. It was nice to kind of uh, keep the round going a little bit, and uh, uh, you know, overall, I'm pleased to shoot something in the, in the 60s today. You know, that uh, the golf course was definitely gettable today.
7: We saw the new driver in the bag. Uh, Rob told me yesterday you're getting a few extra yards out there. You, you got John Rahm a couple of times. How would you grade the performance with that new sim driver?
1: Well, I I, I felt like I drove it a little bit better today. Um, I can't keep up with Rombo. Are you kidding me? When <laughs> um, he decides to l- let one go, um, I-, I just don't have that gear anymore. But uh, and I felt like uh, you know I I hit the ball. You know, my start line was a little bit tighter today, and which was nice. And uh, you know overall, you know, very pleased to kind of get you know, something, you know, in the red and head over to south tomorrow.
7: Just lastly, you told us a couple of days ago about managing adrenaline and when it's a new season, a new year, just getting that back, were you feeling or how much were you feeling that adrenaline today?
1: Oh, I definitely was feeling it. Um, I, I, I missed the competition, the, the competing and, uh, you know, trying to, you know, to keep everything as calm as I possibly could. Um, I didn't do a very good job of that starting out, you know, I made a quick bogey there and the early and, you uh, I felt like I fought back, and uh, there was a, a lot of positives hit into in the south course.
6: That sound courtesy of Golf Channel. This sound courtesy of Golf TV. You should go to Golf TV if you don't live in the United States because that's where you can get absolutely all of your PGA Tour coverage, and it is the way to go. Just go to golftv.com or at golftv on Twitter. This is Henny Zuhl speaking with Tiger Woods right
0: after his round. Tiger, that yes. was a nice little start to 2020. How are you feeling?
1: It feels good. You know, I felt like today, eh, the North course was definitely gettable today. You know, yeah. all, all the Par 5s were reachable, and uh, I felt like I, I needed to take care of business today and hit it in the South course, and I was able to do that.
0: Everything was looking like it was flowing nicely for you. How's the body well. feeling?
1: <laughs> the body is what it is. Yeah. Uh, but... Uh, I uh, put a new, new driver in play and new yeah. ball in play today yeah. and uh, no, I felt like the start lines were a little bit tighter, um, I felt like I didn't send any balls today, I didn't like trying to hit one, try basically squeeze a lot of them today in, in play and yeah. um, but, the, but the new ball was great, um, yeah. I felt like I didn't have to lean on as much in the wind yeah. and uh, I felt like I, I hit a lot of a lot of really good iron shots and, and you know I was able to spin the ball around the range which is nice.
0: How nice is it you've got the North course out of the way now you've got three rounds coming up south course is that nice from a flow point of view uh,
1: yeah but yeah but you know we all know once you head into south course it's gonna be hard you right. know it's gonna be a little more difficult and uh, I feel like I when you start off on North course it feels like there's a lot of pressure because mm-hmm. you have to go go get it I, I know that the North course has changed over the years and it's become a little more difficult but um, you feel like you just have to shoot a, a low one and yeah. uh, because going to the south course is going to be a little more difficult.
0: Yeah, yeah, but strategically, how are you going to approach that? Is it just purely about hitting ferries? Do you have anything in your mind in particular that uh, you want to achieve? Well, I
1: I played the, the prime over there mm-hmm. um, yesterday, and I felt like the, the rough is not quite as deep as it has been in years past, but it's playing long, mm-hmm. you know, so um, there's a trade-off to it. Um, I'm sure that tomorrow is, you know, the weather, the weather forecast is supposed to be the same as, as it has been. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it looked like the lot, lot most of the low scores were on the north course today. Um, uh, it's going to be a little more of a, of a grind. I know the greens aren't quite as good on the south course, mm-hmm. um, but uh, I'm sure I, I'm going to have to putt as well as I did today.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now you beat that marine layer. You've got your coffee in hand. What's yes. the plan now?
1: Oh, the plan now is to eat something real quick, get yeah. treatment, and um, get ready for tomorrow.
0: Perfect. Sounds
6: good. It. We'll leave you to it. You got it. Thanks, Annie. Cheers. So that was Tiger, Tiger, and Tiger after his round. So Tiger finished with a 300 par 69, as mentioned. He was on the north course. He is going to be teeing off the south course later on this afternoon. Let me give everybody just a very quick leaderboard followed by some notables to get everybody caught up. The Leaders right now, six under par. Keegan Bradley, Sebastian Capellan, Benny on Joel Damon, Kevin Tway, Roy McIlroy's in the group, Bubba Watson's in the group, all tied for third at 500 par, one shot back. Now, on to some notables for you all. Tied for 11th, two shots back at 400 par. Billy Horschel, Stuart Zink, John Rahm is in that group. Played with Colin Morikawa and Tiger Woods. We'll be playing with them again today. Tied for 21st, Patrick Reed, 300 par now. Brant Snedeker, obviously Tiger Woods is in that group. Tied for 34th, Tony Finau, Cameron Smith, Colin Murakawa. Jordan Spieth is there. He played the south course at 200 par, 70 for him. Good score on that course yesterday. Tied for 50th now, one under pars. Jimmy Walker, Cameron Champ, tied for 71. Even par round of 72 for Phil Mickelson. He played the south course. Jason Day also played the south course. Tied for 87th. He was one over par. Xander Shoffley, two over par. Steve Stricker, also two over par. That's tied for 101st. Justin Rose, three over par. Gary Woodland, three over par. Ricky Fowler, three over par. Matthew Wolf four over par. And Francesco Molinari on the south course, a seven over par, 79 for him. So there you have it. You are all caught up on the Farmers Insurance Open. Congratulations. How do you feel? I'm just going to go ahead and host this thing right into a commercial break for you, Matt. When we come back from this commercial break, I think Matt actually is going to be talking about some shoes. Stick around.
4: Footjoy, the number one out brand in golf, ensures that you can make every day playable with performance gear to handle any weather condition. All Footjoy products are designed to provide the best golfing experience regardless of the conditions. Every piece of Footjoy gear goes through years of testing and validation to ensure the ultimate in golf performance trust the brand that has been number one forever learn how you can make every day playable at footjoy.com
6: m-e-d-p come to where history meets luxury at the family-friendly french lick springs hotel where there's something for everyone
4: Your game deserves the best of technology. Your game deserves being custom fit for the clubs that you play. Your game deserves getting the best technology at the best value. Tour Edge has it all. They build the product in the United States. They back it by a lifetime warranty. Think about that for a second. TourEdge.com to check them out. Why do you think players at the PGA Tour Champions would check them out of the likes of Scott McCarran and Tom Lehman? Because the technology works. Check out Tour Edge today. Boyne Golf truly offers an unrivaled Michigan golf vacation experience. Just log on to BoyneGolf.com and take in all the splendor that is a golf experience unlike any other. If you're a person that loves a shoe that has great looks to it, great comfort to it, great performance to it, and in some cases a shoe that you could wear on the golf course and feel equally as confident wearing right out, to dinner following then you're going to love what we're just about to talk about Andrew Lawson is joining us he's the product line manager for footwear for Puma Golf Andrew welcome to the program I know this is a huge week for you guys huge time of year the world is getting to know about the Ignite Power Adapt cage shoes I had a chance to see it at the PGA Tour Superstore training uh, uh, summit a couple of weeks back looked fantastic you want to tell the world about what you did and why
3: yeah, well, first of all, thanks for having me, Matt. Pleasure.
4: Um, what we did with,
3: with the Ignite Powered App Caged, I mean, we have the Ignite Powered App Caged um, that launched in 2018 for us, and that was a really, really successful shoe for us. Super-duper comfortable, um, really responsive, that great traction um, with our new uh, proprietary Powered App Traction um, outsole. But what we did was we just made that shoe 10 times better. What we did uh was we added more support so we added a power cage to the upper so on the new powered app cage you'll see a tpu support cage that's going to wrap completely around your foot making sure that you're locked in at three most important points um of of the shoe so when you're talking about shoes and the fit of a shoe there's three points that are key your heel your midfoot and your instep. and with this new cage what we've done is we've targeted each three of those points to make sure that we're locking you in there with a little heel window in the back. And then wrapping around your midfoot. And of course your lace, system, lace lacing system. Whether it be lace or disc. Tightening around the top of your foot.
4: Making sure that you're nice and locked in. Oh, so if I, if I understand the way you're describing it correctly. The shoe is almost instantly customized for each individual user. Because of the way that you're locking your foot in and that wrap around.
3: Yeah, exactly. It's going to fit. A ton of people's foot and then, you know, not discriminate against any any foot shapes out there, because, of course, we don't want to we don't want to shame anybody out there for for oddly shaped feet. Um, but what that cater will do is help walk you right in there and, and really give you all the support that you need.
4: All right, so if you guys want to check out any of this, remember, you can always go to com and see it there. com. I'd, I'd advise you to go to as well and see all the great stuff in the sister company. Okay, Andrew, let's take it piece by piece, and you take me through the shoe. First of all, if we were looking at the sole of the shoe, what would we see? What's the material? What's the shapes like there?
3: Sure thing. So starting from the ground up, we have our powered app traction. So that's really some of the key technology of this shoe. And what PowerAdapt is, is you have each of those cleats uh, on the bottom, each of the seven individual cleats on the bottom of the shoe is set directly into our Ignite foam. Ignite is uh, PU foam, so super high rebound, um, super duper comfortable, giving you that long-lasting comfort all day on the course. But Mm -hmm. like I was mentioning, those pods, those cleat pods, are set directly into that Ignite foam. And what that allows each of those cleats to do is articulate and move independently and grab the ground. So it's giving you more traction um, no matter what lie you're in, uphill, downhill. If you hit it into the trees, who knows? Uh, no matter what, you're hmm. going to have great traction underneath your foot.
4: It's awesome. Now, the Ignite foam above that traction that you mentioned as well, mm-hmm. if you're a person, even if you don't walk, but if you are a person that does 18 or 36 or what have you, this foam is made for the long haul. This is made about performance and comfort, correct?
3: Yeah, absolutely. So we actually started Ignite foam in some of our spikeless shoes, and then we realized how great of a compound it was and how well it worked and how comfortable it was and how lightweight and responsive, and we said we should use this in our our spike shoes as well. And the result of that, of using our... One of the compounds we use in our spikeless shoes and our spike shoes is you really get the feel of a spikeless shoe and the weight of a spikeless shoe, but then you don't sacrifice any performance um, because you still have those seven spikes underneath
9: your foot.
4: Now, once we get, we've, we've gone from the sole, we've gone from that mid-layer with the Ignite. Once we get to the upper part of the shoe, now we already talked about the, the fact that we have the, the power cage that wraps around. What's the rest of the shoe look like in terms of its look and in terms of its material and feel?
3: Sure. So, of course, you have the most notably that power cage that we already mentioned, which is helping perfect the fit of the shoe. And then, mm-hmm. as you kind of go one one layer deeper, we have a bunch of TPU overlays. That's Power Frame. What Power Frame does is the TPU overlay on top of our waterproof mesh. So the shoe is one year waterproof. Just so you guys know. Um, but on top of that waterproof mesh, we have uh, our Power Frame. What that Power Frame does, it's an extra added support to make sure that you're nice and locked into the shoe, not slipping at all as your weight transitions through the swing. Underneath that, you have our waterproof mesh, of course, and then also there's a third layer, there's an internal booty that's giving you that instant hug, that instant slip-in comfort and hug from the shoe. So it's almost, you can, you can play 18 right out of the box.
4: Awesome. How about overall weight of the shoe, uh, uh, breathability, comfort regardless of temperature, say?
3: Yeah, so the overall weight of the shoe it's weighing in about 13 ounces, um, give or take. There might be a couple added .01s, .02s in there, but, you know, we like to shave those out as much as we can. <laughs> Again, taking some of our, of our technology from our spikeless with the Ignite and then adding it into our spike shoes. Um, but like I was saying, they're pretty much good to go 18 right out of the box because you do have some of that really comfortable technology in Ignite and also that booty construction. You're, you're essentially good to go. In any condition and and uh, any uh, any weather condition as well,
4: Andrew. When you were talking to us about the laces before, is that the only option, or is this shoe also available in your disc?
3: We also have it available in disc. So at your same price point of one hundred and fifty US, you have both lace and disc, and it's the same exact construction. So fear not, whether you're whether you're a laces person or if you're looking to move to the future and and you know dial in your your fit with disc
4: the The shoe itself it 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 looks so darn good it the fashion of it is so cool that you'd be proud to wear it anywhere, not to mention on the golf course, but I could see you walking into the into the grill room with it and sitting down and having a beverage after the round and being equally as comfortable with what you're wearing
3: that's certainly what i'm going to wear' for yeah but yeah that's that's one of the things that we pride ourselves here at Puma is you know, taking fashion elements and then adding them to our performance categories. Um, because that's, that's really where we adopt from, you know, our parent brand of of Puma overall. Um, we are one of the more progressive and, and fashion forward companies and, you know, we don't forget about that in golf. And with billboards like Ricky Fowler and Bryson DeChambeau and Gary Woodland, we, we like to take as many opportunities as we can to push the boundaries.
4: Awesome. Last thing I wanted to ask you that I, that I have not yet, uh, from what I can recall here, Andrew, is the color options that are available with this shoe. There's
3: going to be plenty of color options, so uh, we'll have much more exciting things to come as the PGA season comes on.
4: Awesome stuff. It's the Ignite Power Adapt Caged Shoe. It's by Puma Golf, and again, as I mentioned when Andrew was just joining us, If you love the fashion, and I know you do because I I think they're industry leaders in terms of look and and just cool-looking fashion, now you have incredible technology to go along with it. And part of that technology story is not only comfort, it's about stability, and that leads to better performance as well. And it is from Puma. Andrew, thank you very much for joining us. We wish you the very best. I appreciate it. Thanks for your time, Matt. Hey, we've decided to do something different with our listeners trip to the French Lick Resort this year. Frenchlick.com if you just want to check out everything that they have to offer. And it is a lot. And that's the attitude that we have with our listeners trip as well. We want to make it a lot of cool stuff to do and a lot of fun to be had. And that includes taking in the partners that we have as part of the Fairways of Life show along for the ride. And that includes when you guys show up. We're going to give you a new driver. When you guys show up, we're going to make sure that you end up with a custom-fit set of irons as well. Nobody else is going to do this kind of stuff. And we're going to play some incredible golf. And you're going to be hanging out with Hall of Famers and legends of the game. It's going to be that unique. Spice in incredible meals, uh, historic tours, spa visits, maybe we'll do some bowling. Dom, let's do some some pizza dinners around the bowling alley that they have downstairs at the French Lick Springs Hotel. We're going to do so many cool and fun things. This is one of the, the trips, listeners trips, and we've done a lot of them over the years that I am the most looking forward to. FrenchLick.com is, is the website for the resort. FairwaysOfLife.com is where you can sign up for our digital magazine, either from our website, from the digital magazine and until we get our dedicated web page set up those are the places where you're going to be able to get information on this one because it'll sell out fast I hope you guys join us there are parts of your golf bag that can be like works of art any piece of equipment really can can fall and be measured against that standard fall under be measured against that standard in, in full thought but I think when it comes to the wedges Routinely, they are the clubs to me that just, given their traditional shape, that looks the most beautiful. And, and I would be lying to you if I didn't admit that there were times that I've gotten wedges. For example, the last time I was with Bob Volke, we were doing a shoot. It was actually at the PGA Tour Superstore. And when we got done with the shoot, so a short time later, I got a box Opened it up and there were three Vokey wedges in it. And each one, one said fairways, the other one said of, and the last one said life. And it took everything I had to use these. Because I told Bob thank when I told him thank you, I was like, I don't even want to play them. I want to put them on a wall. And he's and he was, you know, he he felt bad about that. He was like, no, I want you to play them. That's why, that's why you have them. And so I did, and I I just think that he, if these are works of art, he is one of the great artists in the game of golf, and he's been at it with such passion for so long, and I know that he's starting to impart, and has been for some time, this knowledge to new people and generations as well, which is important. Jeremy Stone is joining us, he's a director of marketing for Vokey Wedges at Titleist, and and Jeremy, do you feel the same way when when you, when you see a prototype or when you see a finished product, and you see these different finishes, and you just hold the thing, soul up to the light, and go, "Man, this thing is just a work. It's beauty."
8: Well, there, there's no question about it, and it, it's so great to hear hear you say that because sometimes we get lost in our our bubble of living wedges every day. Uh, it's nice to have other people appreciate what Bob has done. And really, I have the luxury of watching how Bob's embraced technology but still honored the craft that originated um, with his hands. And so to see that marriage of technology and craftsmanship is in such a unique space, and it's been an awful lot of fun to get to see that come to life.
4: Well, I had a chance uh, last week, or two weeks ago now, to, to be fair, to see the new SM8 wedges again. As impressive as ever. And before we get into features and benefits and describing to the world what they look like, Jeremy, how much of these wedges even today in 2020 are are handmade? Is there, is there a process that requires each one to be individually dealt with?
8: Yeah, so there are a lot of different grinds included in the mix here, and that's to help you get custom fit. But each one of those has to be approved by Bob. And so Bob and Aaron Dill spend a lot of time handcrafting each one for each new line. Um, and then they turn it over to our director of engineering, Kevin Tassistro, and it's really his job to be able to replicate that handcrafted piece over and over to achieve the volume we need to, to support the business.
4: Awesome, all right, SM8, what's different about the SM8 Vokey Wedges for 2020?
8: SM8's exciting for us. It's the first time we introduce multiple materials into a wedge to achieve some of our performance goals. And what that means is a piece of high density tungsten in the toe, complemented by some additional weight added to the hazel to maintain progressive center of gravity low cg in the low lofts all the way through high center of gravity in the high lofts but actually push it forward of the face to deliver more consistent results for the golfer and if you had a chance to hit them you might have felt like they just wanted to get square more often and that's a really <coughs> powerful thing in wedge
4: play absolutely it's a powerful thing in wedge play when when you're on the business end of of these sm8 Vokey wedges and you're looking down at it what do you see
8: I see a beautiful profile and I see a club I just want to go play golf with. And and I, you know, that's not the business answer. That's just the golfer in me. Um, Hmm. And I hope that's what everyone sees as I think about it. And my role on the business side, what we want to do is just inspire golfers to go get creative greenside. And if we can do that, the business side will take care of itself. Um, And that means both from the best player in the world, all the way down to someone who's just trying to work on getting out of a bunker a little bit better, Um, If we can help golfers do that, uh, the business side takes care of itself.
4: How many, you talked about the, the various grinds, and I'd like to get into what those grinds are, what their characteristics are, how many loft options do you have, how many bounce options do you have in combination?
9: There are
8: 23 different options in the SM8 lineup. They range from 46 degrees, which is common pitching wedge loft, but actually now starting to become more of a gap wedge given the strength of irons, and mm-hmm. it goes all the way through to 62 degrees of loft, and there are varying grinds uh, based on the loft, based on how a golfer may use that specific club. So the 56 degree, for example, has four different grinds included. Um, the 60 degree has five, and that's because as you get into lob wedge play, we some personal preferences of how to use that club and we want to complement your swing with the right wedge.
4: So how does someone assure that if they're interested in an an SM8 Vokey wedge, that they have the right combination for their game?
9: Yeah,
8: it's intimidating. Um, When I say 23 and I say four different 56s, I almost cringe myself because I know how complicated that can be for a lot of folks. The best thing to do is to find a, a skilled fitter in a great short game area and go test all of them yourself with someone guiding you through the process who really understands the ins and out of the wedge, as well as perhaps your game. So if you have a trusted advisor or coach, that's the best way to pick your wedges. We also have a wedge selector tool on Voki.com. We ask you eight simple questions and recommend the wedges that are best suited based on the answers you've given us. And that's really the simplest way to end up with a recommended set of wedges.
4: Awesome. How about finishes on the, the new Voki wedges? What are the options there?
8: Sure. The most popular finish is Tor chrome. It is going to represent a good majority of the business this year, and it's a, a traditional chrome finish with a little high polish plate focusing on the SM8. We also have a finish we call brushed steel. It's a little bit more of a darker finish. It has a little bit of a texture pattern to it, Um, And it just is a really beautiful finish for those that want something that is metallic, but perhaps not quite as much glare coming off the face of the wedge. And then for those that really want to go all in on the dark finish, we have Jet Black. Everything's painted black. The entire finish gets a, a QPQ finish, which provides a raw finish and a raw cut groove, but a black overall finish. And then for the golfers looking for true tour authenticity, we will offer raw as a custom order only, which is a true
4: 8620 raw finish. So and not a rust. You're, you're talking about the latter one because of the rust, right? The raw.
8: Correct. And so our tour players love it. So Vogue and Aaron Dill can grind on it and really customize it to their spec. Uh, the reason it's custom order only is we want it to arrive looking perfect, and then it gets rusty in your bag as you see fit.
4: That's awesome. Okay. The grooves themselves. How about talking to us about the face and why it is so special?
8: Spin milled grooves have been around and really been the gold standard of cutting grooves for over a decade now. What makes Voki design wedges and, and the way Voke years ago came up with this spin milled cutting process unique um, is not only the precision, uh, but the time and care that really Voke has instilled in the entire team. And so there are two different shapes based on the loft. Our low lofted wedges have a narrower, deeper groove. Our high lofted wedges have a wider, shallower groove. And it's really just designed based on how the golf ball gets struck by the club and how can we deliver maximum spin. Um, Every one of those grooves gets 100% inspected before it leaves the floor, and we even apply a proprietary heat treatment process to those grooves to make sure that they're as durable as they can possibly be because that wedge needs to spin right out of the box, which is a great feeling, by the way, Um, but the last thing we want is for that to wear out quickly. We want it to last over the life of the wedge so that the golfer's getting true value out of the wedge that they've just purchased.
4: Jeremy, where can people get more information on the new SM8 wedges?
8: The best place to get your information is Voki.com. We'll have all of the technological details about the new additions for SM8, as well as the wedge selector tool that I mentioned, and it provides a wealth of information. And we also have a shop locator so that if you want to find a fitter to really be helped into the right wedges for your game, you can type in your zip code, find a certified trained fitter near you, and really find your way into a set of wedges that's going to help your game in 2020.
4: Looking forward to seeing the full line this week at the PGA Merchandise Show. Jeremy Stone, thank you very much for sharing with us everything about the SM8 wedges from Vokey. Vokey.com is the best place that Jeremy tells us to get any and all the information that you may need. Thank you, my friend.
8: It's my pleasure. Thanks so much.
4: More equipment coming up from the PGA Merchandise Show at the Orange County Convention Center in Orlando, Florida, right here on the Fairways of Life Show. It's time for you to discover Stream Song, a new kind of resort that takes the everyday ordinary to the absolutely extraordinary FootJoy, the number one outer brand in golf, ensures that you can make every day playable with rain jackets for all weather conditions. New to the FJ Performance Outwear lineup this year is the all-new DryJoy Select LS, the lightest, most waterproof garment FJ has ever produced, setting a new standard in rainwear. Amazingly, it's actually lighter than a golf shirt, but still fully waterproof. You can shop now at footjoy.com slash M-E-D-P. BenHoganGolf.com is where you can go to see the beautiful product that's being produced right now, bearing the name of the legend. You know, when he founded the original company in 1953, Ben Hogan said he did it, quote, to design and manufacture the best golf clubs in the world. End quote, and that is exactly what their mantra is today. Only it's going directly to you, not through retail stores. So they're saving that forty percent, fifty percent retail markup. You can get the best, and you can get it directly from their master craftsmen. Log on to BenHoganGolf.com now. What's your bucket list destination? Where have you always wanted to go? What's the number one thing that holds people back from doing that? Hey, my new book is called "The Golf Round." I'll never forget. Fifty of golf's biggest stars recall their finest moments. Moments like this: the 1973 U.S. Open. Here's Johnny Miller.
8: He got a letter also on Saturday morning and said you're going to win the U.S. Open from so some guy in Iowa, and i never got a letter that. That's all it was. They didn't sign it. Nothing. It was just from Iowa. You're going to win the U.S. Open. And so it was sort of an interesting experiences that led up to that uh, winning that open, uh, and, and the round itself was. Sort of out of nowhere because it just was a was perfect round of golf. I mean, it literally was a perfect round of golf.
4: The book is called The Golf Round. I'll never forget. 50 of golf's biggest stars recall their finest moments. I hope you enjoy it. You can pick it up wherever fine books are sold, including barnesandnoble.com and Amazon.com. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show. I'm Matt Adams. Dom is behind the glass. Bob Thurman is the Vice President of Research and Development for Wilson Golf, joining us to talk about everything that is new with Wilson Golf for 2020, and there's some pretty cool stuff that I've seen so far anyways. Bob, welcome to the show. How are you? Let's jump right in. The D7 forged irons. I know it's a continuation of technology that you guys have been developing over the last few years, but you really pull it together with this one.
9: Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, this is. Uh, you know, we're we're super excited about this uh, category of of iron for you know for our company. You know, D7 has been a a really fantastic franchise. You know, for for the company, and and we really feel like adding the the forged uh, companion to the D7 really kind of rounds out the line really well.
4: Could you talk to us about some of the features and benefits, if you will, be the eyes of the world as we go through the iron?
9: Sure, absolutely, no problem. Uh, one thing that we know, uh, we're we're a great iron company. First of all, we've we've developed and engineered a lot of a uh, lot of products over the years. Um, D7 in and of itself, the way uh, that it works, has a very large crossover appeal to a wide range of of plane types and and handicaps. Um, mm-hmm. As we're doing a lot of challenges, you know, around the world, demonstrating the uh, the performance of the iron, we, we see three types of players walk up and one that fits into kind of a D7 franchise, a few that have a little more of an aspiration. They're looking for something just a little smaller that has just a little bit more playing ability you know, to fit their game, and that's where D7 Forge comes in. Um, it's got all the distance packed into it that we have from our D7 line, uh, but it's designed in a more compact, uh, player-friendly uh, size uh, uh, for players that are looking for that.
4: And what technology did you guys bring to this one specifically that you think will benefit that range of golfers?
9: Well, this is all about ball speed. It's a ball speed world. It's a hard game. Everybody wants to hit the ball further. So the name of the game with D7 Forge is to be able to produce the longest iron that we can that still maintains playability in terms of you know shot-stopping ability for, 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 for the player to make sure he can hold the green. Uh, so the, the, there's two key um, parts to this. What we're trying to do and what we did very well in this one is make sure we bring that tour preferred styling. We actually have uh, have a new player, Kevin Tway, playing these irons as well. I just want to bring that up as I'm bringing into it. So that, that goal is accomplished. Awesome. Um, the other one is uh, just making sure that, you know, as we make this thing fast that it still feels forged. And that's uh, that's not always the easiest thing to do. So you're trading off. Uh, thin faces, uh, which generate a lot of ball speed, um, you know, against you know thicker faces, which you know tend to feel a little bit more forged and definitely, uh, definitely more solid feeling. So that's kind of the first things we we we've, we've really, as a company, invested a lot of money in our computational power, um, not only you know in our golf division, but across all of our divisions like baseball and tennis as well, uh, be able to simulate things. So the first thing we do is make sure that. Uh, the, the foundation of the club is solid. So the shape of the cavity in the back of the club is very important to driving the field. The shape of the top line is very important. So we make sure that we have that fundamental frequency, right. Um, and then it's a trade off on, you know, ball speed for kind of the forged field. So we, we feel like we nailed that. The secret, the secret to um, the success of the iron is going back to power holes and, and our ability to generate ball speed. And uh, so we're, again, relying on a lot of, you know, computational and simulation power. And we went through more than a thousand iterations of power hole configurations to get to the one that we've got for this iron that makes it, you know, the ball come off extremely fast. So in essence, it's a distance iron and a player size um, and it's played on tour. How would you explain
4: power holes to someone who had never heard of them before, or never seen them?
9: Yeah, you know, obviously, you know, everything, you know, is designed around uh, the coefficient of restitution or the CT value of all of our golf products, meaning that um, you want to, to drive ball speed. Um, we don't talk about this in terms of spring like effect. That's not the right way to talk about it. We talk about it in terms of, you know, ball speed enhancers. So the way the power holes work, it actually allows the face to flex and uh, it matches the impedance of the golf ball and as it loads and unloads on the golf on the face it it uh it times that perfectly and produces you know really high ball speeds for a small iron
4: wow of all the stuff that wilson will be offering to the world of golf in 2020 bob what excites you the most
9: i'm a big fan of d7 forge i'm a big fan of our new uh duo soft plus golf ball and that's got a fantastic new additive to it that makes it extremely uh extremely fast as well um and then launch pad i think you know one thing we do as a company, whether it's in golf or the other ones, is we like to solve real-world consumer problems. And the real-world consumer problems is that over half the people out there playing struggle with the game, and they struggle in a couple areas, hitting the ball, you know, cleanly and far enough and keeping the ball in play. So Launchpad is actually something that we set out very specifically to solve a problem. But I think we're here to talk about uh, D7 Forge, and we're here to talk about Duel Soft Plus. So... Uh, yeah, I'm we can talk about it you,
4: whatever you want to, but, but I would like to talk a little bit more about the duo soft plus, because I'd like to know more about what you did there and what you're excited about and what you think the results will be for golfers.
9: Right. So, you know, this, you know, with, with, uh, we've always, and this goes back a long time in my career. I actually started the world in, uh, in the golf ball world myself and, um, the, uh, you know, we started. You know, we had a product called Staff Titanium back in the day. I don't know if you remember that, that golf ball. It kind of started a little bit of a revolution with, uh, from the, the titanium side um, of things. But the, um, the big thing about it was, you know, how do, how do we keep these golf balls feeling amazingly soft? And um, that was, that's what we set out to do with that product, and we, we substantiated that all the way through products like Wilson Staff 50 and into Wilson Staff Duo, which has been a fantastic franchise for us. And uh, we believe that we want to make the world's softest golf ball. We believe that's something golfers want. And, uh, you know, as you, as you soften out the ball to make it feel amazing, you're always, you know, you always have challenges in making sure the COR of the ball is as high as possible. And uh, that's where, you know, with uh, this particular, you know, product, we've, you know, incorporated an additive into the core of the ball that keeps it really fast. And um, it's got a really fancy name. And um, I don't know if I can. I uh, always struggle just a little bit to say it, but I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to do it. Um, we call it zinc pentachlorothiophenol. so it's a uh, PCTP, not PCP, but PCTP. And uh, so it, it's uh, what it does is it, it's, a, it's a further crosslinker inside the, the core that um, really you know juices up the ball in terms of its speed. So we're soft and we're long.
4: Uh, all of it sounds amazing. You got me with with that. I do. Let's talk about the launch pad because you brought it up about what you guys are doing, particularly with those that struggle to not lose the ball to the right.
9: Yeah, exactly. So we had a project that we called uh, that we called uh, Left of Left. LOL was the actual code name. We wanted we were looking at we we're doing a lot of research on consumers um, understanding you know what it is about their swing or what it is about their tendencies that you know really that we could really approve upon and we have a, one of the things that we do at Wilson we do it very well is we incorporate um, a lot of athletes into our uh, into our R&D groups and those those athletes are what what we call translators to between technical people and the people that play the sport and uh, one guy was very you know emphatic about you know the approach on on this um on this club that you know a lot of people when they're when they're struggling with left or right ball flight uh, they tend to turn further and further to the left which actually ends up accentuating you know their uh their ability to to, to actually put a to square impact on the ball and get the ball flying straight and so we're like okay well let's make this like we watched myself included because we've all been through these these struggles um not everybody slices the ball every time every once in a while they hit a what we call the dreaded straight ball, right? You're lined Mm -hmm. up dead left, and you hit it even further left. And where does that come from? So what we wanted to do is increase the frequency of the dreaded uh, straight ball. And if we could do that, then we would start to gain, you know, the ability for the golfer to actually turn, reposition his stance, and start to square up and actually, you know, start to facilitate a more correct golf swing. So that was the premise behind on the launch pad, so everything about it too was designed in such a way that we didn't want anybody to uh, feel like they're playing something that's really designed that's that has you know too many draw bias gimmick type features built into it. So everything is very subtle. Um, it has very subtle uh, offset uh, on the driver. Has extreme heel weighting, of course. It's a little upright. Um, the face. Um, radiuses the bolt and rolls are all designed such that it has a much flatter face it's very mm-hmm. it's, it's it's closed but subtly closed so everything's designed to, to kind of hit the ball to make sure people hit the ball left and and it works and, you know and, and on average it's about 22 yards you know straighter for somebody that hits the ball about 200 yards in the air
4: wow that's that's amazing all right bob thurman is the vp of research and development for wilson golf talking to us about the new offerings for from Wilson for 2020 and you can get more information on everything that he's been talking about by simply logging on to wilson.com and then follow it through to golf bob thank you very much for joining us we wish you the very best in during this very busy week and really appreciate your time thank you sir talk to you later you guys can learn to hear everything that you could possibly want to know about taking a trip to a magical place just by logging on to Ireland.com. As host of the Fairways of Life show, I'm very proud to be an ambassador for Ireland and the great golf that you can find there, the great Lynx golf that you can find there, the championship golf that you can find there, which included the the Open Championship at Royal Portrush last year in Northern Ireland, or the Irish Open at La my home course, last year. Just log on to Ireland.com and you can find out all the information that you need to get started today. Brian Shelkey is a marketing director for Cleveland and Tricks on Golf. Going to bring us up to speed and everything going on with them this show week that I'm sure is crazy as everybody else. Brian, how are you? How are you holding up? Hey, good, Matt. How about you? Doing very well. Thank you so much. All right, clevelandgolf.com, website for Cleveland. Shrixon.com, website for Shrixon. Let's just jump into what's going on with Cleveland. You guys made a lot of noise with the HB Turbo. Could you talk to us about the product and why you think it's going to be such a hit in 2020?
5: Yeah, Turbo's been fun. It's gotten really good reviews so far. Just launched it kind of in the fall. And really, the product, who it's for, is a big part of why it's so good. When you look at a lot of other kind of woods and irons, they're designed for the very best players in the world, high swing speeds, hit the center of the face every time. And there are a lot of great drivers for those golfers. But Turbo kind of looks at the rest of us, those without tour swing speeds, those who don't hit the center of the face every time. And we really have a lot of technologies built kind of for the the core golfer who, who needs a little help and forgiveness on their shots.
4: Love it. Okay, so for the drivers, what kind of options do you have in the turbo, and what kind of options do you have for that everyday man, say the guy that's slicing?
5: Yeah, so exactly. We have our standard model um, that goes pretty straight. It's very forgiving, high MOI, but then new this year and this generation is our draw model. So our draw model has All the same forgiveness and high launch characteristics as a standard, but it will go about eight yards left of the standard version. So it's for those of us who kind of fight the slice a little bit or tend to miss a little bit right or have the ball leak. The turbo draw model really helps straighten those golfers out and helps you find fairways more often.
4: What's the cosmetic look like for the draw model?
5: It's very similar. The crown's the same. Um, it just has a little red draw model indicator on the bottom. Um, but you will notice the face angle is a little bit closed, and that that helps us get the ball going straight or a little bit more left um, compared to more open face drivers.
4: Perfect. How about with uh, the Launcher HB Turbo in the in the fairway woods?
5: Yep, fairway woods. Same philosophy, geared to be a really easy to hit fairway wood, both off the fairway and the tee. Um, We want golfers to be able to find the fairway on those kind of tight holes and the added MOI. And it's a little bit bigger than a lot of fairy woods in our previous Mm -hmm. generations. Helps give them that forgiveness. Um, But then it still has really low weighting with the high bore crown. So when you're hitting it off the fairway, if you hit it a little bit low on the face, it still has that high penetrating trajectory um, that we're looking for.
4: Perfect. Hybrids obviously are huge in the industry right now. What are you doing in the hybrid area?
5: Yeah, our new hybrid is actually the Launcher Halo hybrid. So for those Cleveland loyalists who remember, we launched um, a a Halo hybrid back in the day. And this kind of And it was actually one of our best-selling hybrids of all time. So we brought some of the same technologies from the old Halo, but this is a much more advanced, much more modern design. And the big thing you'll see on that is there are some rails on the sole. And those rails were optimized to help golfers get in and out of the turf quicker and kind of add speed um, from any lie. The The worst thing you can do is if you're in the thick rough, you hit down on it and your club kind of just gets stuck in the rough and you lose speed, lose distance, and these glide rails... Help the club glide on top of that and get through the tough stuff um, for better hybrid shots into the. Club.
4: Oh, I'm gonna have to check that out in the show today. I love when when you guys do that because it has a real material impact. Even at a dress, it looks better when you do it. Uh, how about the irons? I, I saw the Launcher UHX irons and Launcher HB Turbo uh, Turbo irons uh, in a magazine. Uh, what how's the reaction been to that so far? And what are the features and benefits respectively?
5: Yeah, those are those are two great new sets of irons. So the UHXs are brand new for us. And they all have a pretty traditional shape. So if you're used to playing kind of cavity back game improvement irons, you'll look at, down at these and these will look beautiful. And the long irons have some unique technologies though. They're really built towards forgiveness and distance. When we're hitting a four, five, six iron into the green, We need a little bit more distance to help us out and forgiveness. So they're hollow construction, Mm. and the weights really move to the perimeter and back, and they have um, unique variable face patterns. So we put a lot of cool technology in to to make those long iron shots easier. But then as you get closer to the green, yeah, with your short irons, really you're looking for more precision and control. So those are more traditional cavity back short irons. They feature the same grooves as we have on our wedges so that you can get that same spin and trajectory control into the greens. So it's a nice blend of forgiveness in your long irons, control in your short irons, and you kind of get the best of both worlds wherever you want it with the UHX prime Brian,
4: irons. what's the finish on the UHX irons?
5: They're a satin chrome finish, so that silver, oh, silver traditional yeah, beautiful. Wood
4: absolutely beautiful okay and the launcher hb tu- or turbo irons you might as well talk about them too
5: yeah exactly and i mean these are best-selling irons um and there's a reason <laughs> being i yeah. like to say they have they're a hybrid in every one of your irons um iron shots are admittedly difficult it's <laughs> it's hard standing 160 yards with, you know, bunkers or water around the green and feeling confident hitting over them. And so we brought this hollow hybrid technology, wide soles into every single iron from four iron through sand wedge. And so they just give you that extra forgiveness and extra performance you get in the hybrid, but in more traditional iron shapes. So they're yeah, definitely they're really bigger free. than a lot of irons. Yeah, but but our R&D, <laughs> R&D engineers did quite a bit to make them look as as nice as possible and to look more like traditional irons at a dress, even though they are so big and perform like hybrids.
4: Yeah. They're very, very pretty. I, 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 when I saw that set, I did a feature for golf channel with them. Uh, I thought it was fantastic for a lot of golfers in the industry. Remember folks, ClevelandGolf.com If you want to check out any of the items that we're talking about, Right now, okay, CBX2, RTX4, which is still in the line of the ladder, but the CBX2, we've talked about a lot. And we had an opportunity to talk to you about it as well. How excited are you with the CBX for 2020?
5: Oh, CBX has been great. We're looking forward to a good 2020 with it. And it actually has an addition, an additional member to its family with the CBX Full Face Wedge. So. Ooh. Yeah. So we have our traditional Cleveland CVX wedge. It's, you know, the wedge for cavity back golfers. Um, but we realize there's some people who like to hit those really aggressive flop shots and need the same forgiveness you get in a CVX wedge before those lob shots. And so we have this full face version. And really, it's best to look at one because it's pretty dramatically different. It has grooves milled all the way across the entire face. It has a larger face profile. So when you do lay the wedge open to hit those shots, you have more room and more margin of error. And then oh, also, it, it sounds has, fantastic. Yeah, it also has a sole designed for that versatility, so you can open the face up. So it's a really cool addition to the CBX line, and we really have a complete wedge family now with the RTX, the CBX with the full face option, and then our new
4: smart sole four wedges absolutely love it. It's one of the things when I get to the show, I love to get over to your booth. I'm in, as you know, early because of Golf Channel. There's usually nobody around, and I can just peruse and look at all those beautiful wedges and all the different styles. It, It is very fun. You guys can do the same at Cleveland Golf. Dot com. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm excited about everything that you guys have to offer. The the wedges, I think people are just going to be pouring in there seeing anyway, especially the way you've taken the grooves right up to the edge of the face. That That's something that I'm sure has to be seen. Uh, I, I take it, Brian, that you're excited about everything that lies ahead for you, both in the Cleveland side and the on side and, and all that 2020 could be.
5: Yeah, we've we've had we've had some good years of growth and um, are looking forward to another good year in 2020. Um, I th- I think really just the Cleveland family as a whole, it's really geared for us core golfers who are playing all the golf, watching it on TV, going into stores. You know, the technologies and the forgiveness are really built for all of us. Um, so I think it will really identify with a lot of golfers and they fit a lot of a lot of the golfers out there. So we're really excited about the whole whole line
4: club we are, we are excited for you Brian. thank you so much for joining us
5: yep thanks a lot matt
4: thanks for joining us today on the fairways of life show from the pga merchandise show i hope you guys have a great day bye for now